What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chapter 13 of The Wide, Wide World. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Bridget. The Wide, Wide World by Susan Warner. Chapter 13. Hope Deferred. Before the sun was up the next morning, Mrs. Van Brunt came into Ellen's room and aroused her. "'It's a real shame to wake you up,' she said, "'when you were sleeping so finely. "'But Brom wants to be off to his work and won't stay for breakfast. "'Slept sound, did you?' "'Oh, yes, indeed, as sound as a top,' said Ellen, rubbing her eyes. "'I am hardly awake yet.' "'I declare it's too bad,' said Mrs. Van Brunt, "'but there's no help for it. "'You don't feel no headache, do you? "'Nor pain in your bones?' "'No, ma'am, not a bit of it. "'I feel nicely.' "'Ah, well,' said Mrs. Van Brunt, "'then your tumble into the brook didn't do you any mischief. "'I thought it wouldn't. "'Poor little soul.' "'I am very glad I did fall in,' said Ellen, "'for if I hadn't, I shouldn't have come here, Mrs. Van Brunt.' "'The old lady instantly kissed her. "'Oh, mayn't I just take one look at the kitties?' said Ellen, "'when she was ready to go. "'Indeed you shall,' said Mrs. Van Brunt. "'If Brahms' hurry was ever so much, and an eight, besides.' "'Come here, dear.' She took Ellen back to a waste lumber-room, where, in a corner, on some old pieces of carpet, lay Pussy and her family. How fondly Ellen's hand was passed over each little soft back! How hard it was for her to leave them! "'Wouldn't you like to take one home with you, dear?' said Mrs. Van Brunt, at length. "'Oh, may I?' said Ellen, looking up in delight. "'Are you in earnest?' "'Oh, thank you, dear Mrs. Van Brunt. "'Oh, I shall be so glad.' "'Well, choose one, then, dear. Choose the one you like best, and Brom shall carry it for you.' The choice was made, and Mrs. Van Brunt and Ellen returned to the kitchen, where Mr. Van Brunt had already been waiting some time. He shook his head when he saw what was in the basket his mother handed him. "'That won't do,' said he. "'I can't go that, mother. I'll undertake to see Miss Ellen safe home, but the cat would be more than I could manage. I think I'd hardly get off with a whole skin tween the one and t'other.' "'Well, now,' said Mrs. Van Brunt. Ellen gave a longing look at her little black-and-white favorite, which was uneasily endeavoring to find out the height of the basket, and mewing at the same time with a most ungratified expression. However, though sadly disappointed, she submitted with a very good grace to what could not be helped. First setting down the little cat out of the basket it seemed to like so ill, and giving it one farewell pat and squeeze, she turned to the kind old lady— who stood watching her, and, throwing her arms around her neck, silently spoke her gratitude in a hearty hug and kiss. "'Good-bye, ma'am,' said she. "'I may come and see them some time again, and see you, mayn't I?' "'Indeed you shall, my darling,' said the old woman. "'Just as often as you like. 
just as often as you can get away. I'll make Brom bring you home sometimes. Brom, you'll bring her, won't you? There's two words to that bargain, mother, I can tell you, but if I don't, I'll know the reason on it. And away they went. Ellen drew two or three sighs at first, but she could not help brightening up soon. It was early, not sunrise. The cool freshness of the air was enough to give one new life and spirit. The sky was fair and bright, and Mr. Van Brunt marched along at a quick pace. Enlivened by the exercise, Ellen speedily forgot everything disagreeable, and her little head was filled with pleasant things. She watched where the silver light in the east foretold the sun's coming. She watched the silver change to gold, till a rich yellow tint was flung over the whole landscape, and then broke the first rays of light upon the tops of the western hills. The sun was up. It was a new sight to Ellen. "'How beautiful! Oh, how beautiful!' she exclaimed. "'Yes,' said Mr. Van Brunt, in his slow way. "'It'll be a fine day for the field. "'I guess I'll go with the oxen over to that air big meadow.' "'Just look,' said Ellen, "'how the light comes creeping down the side of the mountain. "'Now it has got to the wood. "'Oh, do look at the tops of the trees. "'Oh, I wish Mamma was here.' "'Mr. Van Brunt didn't know what to say to this. "'He rather wished so, too, for her sake. "'There,' said Ellen, "'now the sunshine is on the fence, and the road and everything.' I wonder what is the reason that the sun shines first upon the top of the mountain, and then comes so slowly down the side. Why don't it shine on the whole at once? Mr. Van Brunt shook his head in ignorance. He guessed it always did so, he said. Yes, said Ellen, I suppose it does. But that's the very thing. I want to know the reason why. And I noticed just now. It shone in my face before it touched my hands. Isn't it queer? Humph! "'There's a great many queer things, if you come to that,' said Mr. Van Brunt, philosophically. But Ellen's head ran on from one thing to another, and her next question was not so wide of the subject as her companion might have thought. "'Mr. Van Brunt, are there any schools about here?' "'Schools?' said the person addressed. "'Yes, there's plenty of schools.' "'Good ones?' said Ellen. "'Well, I don't exactly know about that. There's Captain Conklin's. That had ought to be a good un. He's a regular smart man, they say.' "'Whereabouts is that?' said Ellen. "'His school? It's a mile or so to the other side of my house.' "'And how far is it from your house to Aunt Fortune's? "'A good deal better than two mile. But we'll be there before too long. "'You ain't tired, be you?' "'No,' said Ellen, but this reminder gave a new turn to her thoughts, and her spirits were suddenly checked. Her former brisk and springing step changed to so slow and lagging a one that Mr. Van Brunt more than once repeated his remark that he saw she was tired. If it was that, Ellen grew tired very fast. She lagged more and more as they neared the house, and at last fell quite behind, and allowed Mr. Van Brunt to go in first. Miss Fortune was busy about the breakfast, and as Mr. Van Brunt afterwards described it, looking as if she could have bitten off a ten-penny nail— and, indeed, as if the operation would have been rather gratifying than otherwise. She gave them no notice at first, bustling to and fro with great energy. But all of a sudden she brought up directly in front of Ellen and said, "'Why didn't you come home last night?' The words were jerked out rather than spoken. "'I got wet in the brook,' said Ellen, "'and Mrs. Van Brunt was so kind as to keep me. "'Which way did you go out of the house yesterday?' "'Through the front door. "'The front door was locked.' I unlocked it. What did you go out that way for? I didn't want to come this way. Why not? Ellen hesitated. Why not? demanded Miss Fortune, still more emphatically than before. 
"'I didn't want to see you, ma'am,' said Ellen, flushing. "'If you ever do so again,' said Miss Fortune, in a kind of cold fury, "'I've a great mind to whip you for this, as ever I had to eat.' The flush faded on Ellen's cheek, and a shiver visibly passed over her, not from fear. She stood with downcast eyes and compressed lips, a certain instinct of childish dignity warning her to be silent. Mr. Van Brunt put himself in between. "'Come, come,' said he. "'This is getting to be too much of a good thing. "'Beat your cream, ma'am, as much as you like, "'or if you want to try your hand on something else, "'you'll have to take me first, I promise you.' "'Now don't you meddle, Van Brunt,' said the lady sharply, "'with what ain't no business of yourn.' "'I don't know about that,' said Mr. Van Brunt. "'Maybe it is my business. "'But meddle or no meddle, Miss Fortune, "'it is time for me to be in the field. "'And if you hain't no better breakfast for Miss Ellen and me "'than all this here, we'll just go right away home again.' "'But there's something in your kettle that smells uncommonly nice, "'and I wish you'd just let us have it, and no more words.'" No more words to... What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.